On the Pasuk Vahoya Ekev Tishmon, Rashi says, Imam Mitzvah is Kalois, if the light mitzvah that a person steps on with his feet, with his heels, you will listen to. So that's when the Pasuk describes all the brachas that follow. The source for this pirush is in Medrash Tanchuma, but there the expression is, Mitzvah is Kalois, the light mitzvah, Sheim Ben Yodom Ashgichen Ben, that people don't pay attention to them, and rather they throw them under their heels. So the Rebbe says we need to understand. Rashi's Pirush, that a person is stepping on it with his heels, meaning that a person is stepping on these mitzvahs, seemingly disgracing these mitzvahs, that's understood. That we understand how that's brought out with the word heel, an ache of a heel, because of stepping, that's the way a person steps, he steps on it with his heels. But according to the Medrish, that says, they throw them under the heels, the Rebbe says, seemingly, it's not so understood, what's going on over here? What kind of connection is there throwing out the mitzvahs, which seems to be saying that they're not doing the mitzvahs, what does it have to do with putting it under the heels specifically? In other words, if a person is not doing those mitzvahs, then he's not doing them at all, he's throwing them out completely, he's not putting it under his heel. The Rebbe continues, in the Medrash further it says, that this is what David HaMelech says, What am I afraid of in the days of bad? I'm afraid of those Avedis associated with the heel meaning. David HaMelech is saying, I'm not afraid of the mitzvahs, of the strict mitzvahs in the Torah. What I'm afraid of is regarding the light mitzvahs. Maybe I was over on one of them, that I... Maybe didn't do it, etc., because it was too light. And you really tell, tell us, Hashem, that we need to do all mitzvahs equally. <coughs> so the Rebbe says, it's not understood. Surely David Amelech was careful with all the mitzvahs, even in the mitzvah iskalis, even in the light mitzvahs. In fact, the Medrash itself immediately brings in continuation to this, in continuation to this drasha, it brings the passing that David Amelech himself says, Gam nizor bohem, that also your servant is careful in them. B'shamram, Ekev Rav. What is Ekev Rav referring to? That he's guarding, he's keeping which mitzvahs? Those light mitzvahs. And Ekev Rav is hinting to the fact that the Med- as the Medrash goes on to say, that we have a Pasek, Morav Tuvchashat about the tremendous reward that the Abishta gives. This is the reward for these light mitzvahs that David HaMelech is saying that he does keep. So knowing that, as the Pasuk says, Gamavduch Nizhar Bohem, in these mitzvahs of Ekav Rav, so why is he suddenly saying, I'm afraid of those mitzvahs, kalos of those light mitzvahs? So the Rebbe says the explanation is as follows. The Medrash is not speaking about a person that holds that chas v'shalom does not need to be careful in mitzvahs, kalos. Certainly he's not a person that's disgracing the mitzvahs, that he's stepping on the mitzvahs. Rather, we're speaking about, about a person that agrees that we need to do all the mitzvahs kalois. We need to try to fulfill all of them. But mashlich tachas means he's delaying the fulfilling for a later and later time, all the way down past the hill. Meaning to say, the person argues and says like this, first I need to make sure to take care of those mitzvahs that are like the head. In other words, the strict mitzvahs, that they should be done properly. Then I'll get to those things that are still close by, close to the head, close in strictness to those most serious mitzvahs. And only at the very end will I be able to start thinking of those things that are related and compared to the heel. And even later than that, I'll start thinking about hidurim, of doing mitzvahs more perfectly, more carefully, more beautifully, doing things of nimishur, and then beyond the letter of the law, and so on. 
the person argues and says, we can't start with the heel. Things need to go in order. And if we prioritize things, if we go in order, then first you have to go with those things that are more important. And as long as I'm not done and ready with all of those important things, I can't start thinking about everything else, and especially not about things that are etc. And the Rebbe gives examples. The Rebbe says, when we come to a Yidin, we say, that you need to have Avas Yisrael and to love even a Yid that you never had any benefit from him before. A Yid that you never saw before. The person starts arguing and saying, how can you demand of me such a level of Avas Yisrael if I'm not even properly holding by much simpler, simpler levels? And the best proof is that even in regards to Yidin that I do know and that I did have a benefit from them, even in those, regarding those people, maybe I'm not doing the Haftal Recha perfectly. Even though, of course, not chas v'shalom in the sense that I'm going to do something bad to the person instead of the good that he did for me. But nevertheless, maybe I'm not so perfect in my Avas Yisrael to that person, Kamoicha, just like myself. And now you're expecting me to have Avas Yisrael even to someone that I don't know and someone that never did me a favor. Another example. We come to a Yidin, we demand of him that he should be careful in the Shirei Chitas. Learn every single day a Pasha Chumash with Peter Shrashi, to say every day the, shir, uh, the monthly Shir in Tehillim, to say the daily Shir in Tanya. And he starts saying, how can you expect that of me if sometimes I'm even not so perfect in things that are before this, more important than this, things of davening. And this person's argument is, of course he agrees that everything needs to be done. He's just saying that he's not holding at that level yet. He thinks that he needs to go with a certain order. And he says, I'll do it for a certain period of time until it becomes my nature. I'll do it for 30 days, these more important things, these essential things that say in Shulchan Aruch. And the things that Anche Knesset Sagdoyla had established. And only later, over time, he'll start adding more things all the way till the Ramah and to the Acharoimim. And only even later than that, he'll start doing things of Lefnim Mishuras Hadin and things of Hasidus, etc., etc., and again, this person is not refusing anything, chas v'shalom, but he keeps on saying that he needs to do things with a seder. And the Rebbe says one time, when it was being discussed with someone about the union of Avas Yisrael, doing things Sadin, the person again argues a similar idea. He says, this is not a seder. He gives a marshal, he says, imagine a person walking in the street without shoes and a, sh- and a shirt, and, and he's wearing a tie on his neck. This is the argument that seemingly you're starting with the, the smaller things. Says the Rebbe, even though according to logic, and even Seichel the Kedusha, this claim seems to have room, seems to make sense. However, the truth and a very important fundamental union in, in Avodah Hashem is that things need to start with Amunah and Kabbalah soil, and not with Cheshboinus Alpi Seichel. And if we go with Amunah and Kabbalah soil, then a person is Zoyer, extra careful, not only doing the mitzvah, but extra careful, even in the lightest mitzvah, like Hamura, like the most strictest. And also in this Zahirus of the mitzvah, he's doing it with the biggest shturim, even what seems to be a light mitzvah. Because the point of all mitzvahs, mitzvah is a tzav sevachim, is a connection to Hashem. Through a mitzvah, you're connecting with Atz, Musa, Musa, and Tzoyeg Baruch with Hashem himself. And this is true by all mitzvahs equally, regardless if it's mitzvah is chamurois or mitzvah is kalois, whether they're the head or the heel. And therefore, in this area, there's no room to think about a seder of roish, of, he, of head or heel, whether it's something that was revealed through the Anshe Knesset Sagdoilo or through a Talmud Vosik, a Acharin Shabacharonim, because he knows that with this he's connecting with the very, very essence of Hashem. It's only that the Sahara. Since the Eitzahara is so sly and such a craftsman in his work, as the Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe would say, he's called a Kluginker, 
the one that's very sly. So he's the one that came up with all these arguments of things need to be organized, things that need to be done in an order. And he even gives a certain mishalim to illustrate this idea. But we must always remember that this is the plots of the Yitzhahara. And that a condition for Kabbalah, Satoyed and Yiddishkeit is Nasa comes before Nishma. As the Gemara says, we put our mouths, we said we're going to accept Torah and Mitzvahs even before our ears, before we heard what it's about. This is opposite what them what's thought to be the Seder. Furthermore, as the Navi says, Mi Iver Ki'im Avdi. That is, that people might say about Avdi, about the Yidin that are Hashem's servants, that they are blind. That means, when a person comes along and argues that you need to serve the Abishter, like an Eved does, like a servant serves his master, that means not with Seichel, with Hermuna and Kabbalah soil, people might say that he's acting like a blind person, Rahman al-Litzlan. According to Seichel, the right order needs to be that you start off with Seichel, with logic. And only then, eventually, maybe we'll see. Maybe if Seichel will try to investigate something with logic, and then we'll decide that in this case Seichel is not enough, fine, maybe sometimes we'll use Amuna, but to start with Amuna. But of course, the Rebbe is coming and telling us that this is all a Yetzirah tactic. And the Rebbe goes on and says, the Rebbe says that the Friedrich Rebbe, the Rebbe the Shver, the Rebbe my father-in-law, when his children, the Friedrich Rebbe's daughters were small, when they were young, so, the, so a, a malamud was hired, a teacher was hired. And this teacher was of the opinion that you can't tell children matters of Yiddishkeit that are going to be too shocking, too, too not making sense, things of moifsim, things of miracles that don't, that not, that not understood, things of wonders that are not so uh, understood. He says, this is for older people that are already able to understand everything al seichel. Then you can also give them those things of moifsim. But to come to children and to confuse them with these sorts of things, he says, the Malamed was of the opinion you can only teach them matters of Yiddishkeit that make sense. You can't confuse them with other things. When the Friedrich Rebbe's father, when the Rebbe Nishma said, the Rebbe Rashab heard about this, about the opinion of this Malamed, of his style, immediately he said that this person should be fired. In fact, over here in Ara 20, the Rebbe also brings a story with the Alter Rebbe, where there was a certain person called Shimon Akoifer, Shimon the heretic. He was one of the Maskilim in the Enlightenment movement. And he pretended to be a Frum Malamud, a Frum teacher, and he came into the Alter Rebbe, and the Alter Rebbe had asked him how he translates the Pasuk when Esav comes in after Yaakov receives the brachas, and Esav comes in and the Pasuk says that Yitzchak was suddenly very, very frightened, the Alter Rebbe asks how he explains this, because Rashi explains that Yitzchok saw the Gehenim open in front of him, and this, this, so to speak, this so-called Malamud, again claimed that, oh, we can't confuse children with these kinds of things, etc., etc., and ultimately because of, you know, the Alter Rebbe exposed this person, saying, you know, showing what his true colors were. So back inside the Sikha, we actually need to start off with Hamunah and Kabbalah soil and not with Seichel. In fact, even the things that are understood with Seichel, we need to do with Kabbalah soil. And that's the way we need to approach Chinuch. We need to tell children matters of moifsum, of miracles, things that are higher than Seichel. This is the way we plant inside of them the union of Emunah. And all of these arguments saying that this is not a Seder, and what's the point of starting with these things that seem to be so mind-boggling and shocking, is really all, the, all coming from the Yetzirah, who's a Melech, Zakin, Achsila, old foolish king. Says the Rebbe, now let's go back to what David HaMelech said. Now what is he afraid of? That is, David HaMelech's fear is not that he wasn't careful in the mitzvah's colors. He knew, as we said before, the Pesach, that he's careful with them, he's careful with those light mitzvahs. 
What he was afraid of is that maybe these mitzvahs kalos maybe didn't come with the same measure of strength, enthusiasm, excitement, carefulness as in the mitzvahs chamurais. He's fulfilling all the mitzvahs and carefully, but maybe the actual knowledge and calculation that this is a mitzvah that shayach to the head, and this is a mitzvah that shayach to the heel, maybe that did have some sort of impact and influence on the way he does the mitzvahs. Maybe he's not doing it in exactly the same way of running and being zoyer, but mitzvah kalok of hamuro. And that's what he means that I didn't do it, he means he didn't do it properly maybe. And that's what he's saying, Lama ira bimeira, the only thing to be afraid of bimeira in the times of Ra, which we're about to explain what that means, is avoyna kevi yisubeini. What does bimeira refer to? Bimeira refers to when the world is acting in its natural way. When Yidna are like one little sheep among 70 wolves. In fact, even in Yonim of Parnoso, as the Rabbeim tell us, is only that the Abishta is giving it to us, Lamaila because of, because of the desperation of the times, especially in the time of Golos, Parnasa properly is coming from a place of So really if we would just rely on Teva itself, as we said, we're like a sheep amongst the 70 wolves. So when it's this situation, and we're in a time of Golos, and if a Yid starts making Cheshboinus within Torah, which Torah is of course Min HaShamayim, and a person starts making Cheshboinus, that this is Rosh, this is like the head, this is like the heel, and he starts acting according to that calculation with certain limitations, that Rachmana Litzlan, from Lamaila, it's also acted with him in that same way, according to limitations. That means, Rahman al-Atzlan, it's Bimeira, he's left to what nature would have him be. However, when a person doesn't make those calculations, all that matters to him is that he's connecting with the Eibishter, with Atz Musa and Saif Baruch and therefore by him it's the full Mishturim and Mesiras Nefesh and Kabbalah soil of an Evid, of a servant that has a child to Hashem, whether he's doing a mitzvah that's connected to Roish, or a mitzvah that's connected to the heel, as long as it's connecting with the essence of Hashem, then Hashem acts with him also in the same way. And therefore he has nothing to be afraid of, anything. Because he's connected with the essence of Hashem. And Hashem, of course, rules over everything, obviously, including, of course, nature itself. And therefore, as the Medrash says, God the shepherd is the one that's great, that he's the one that guards that sheep. And he's the one that takes care of the sheep. He's the one that gives all Yidin Banachayimazoinirvicha to each and every Yid, children, health and parnasa, all in an abundant way. And it becomes as the Parsha says, Vahoya Akev Tishmun. Vahoya Khazal tell us as a lashon of Simcha. Akev Tishmun. When we do those mitzvahs that are the like the heel, and we do them exactly like the mitzvahs of the head, then Vishamar Hashemalakha, the Abishta keeps his promise to us. And all the Ashpois Toivis are drawn down as the Apostle goes on to say, all of this will be Allah the land that Hashem promised our fathers to give Lasis Lach to give to you.